The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome into the podcast we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. On Wednesday, the Chiefs are back on the practice field. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, as well as tackle Orlando Brown Jr. and linebacker Nick Bolton. We'll kick things off in that order. We'll start with Andy Reid, then you'll hear Patrick Mahomes. We'll take a quick timeout, and then you'll hear from tackle Orlando Brown Jr. and linebacker Nick Bolton. Look forward to the challenge of playing the Ravens. Good football team. Real good football team. So we're aware of that, and... We'll start off today with our preparation to play for that time, Jerry. Coach, you, uh, you've had number 14 here for three years. You've got a chance to see him Monday night. What do you think his addition to that team? What kind of problems do you think that might pose for your defense? Yeah, so I'm a big Sammy Watkins fan. I, mean, I, I like him as a human being. I like him as a player. And um, I wish him the best. I, you know, we're playing him, so I can't wish him the best for that, I, but I, um, but for the rest of the season, I wish him, wish him the best on that. Heck of a kid. Coach, I'm sorry, I have to ask this question, but there's a report yesterday from ESPN's Adam Schefter that ranked Eric Bieniemy to USC. A two-part question here: Have you talked to Eric about that, and, and what are your concern level that he might go to a, a head coach college position? Yeah, I mean, listen, I haven't. Uh, really talk to him in depth about that, um, but I I know he's from that area and he's gonna be great wherever he goes. So, um, and I'm his biggest fan. So I I stand on the table. If he wants to go there, or wherever he wants to go, he uh, they're lucky to have him. Yeah, I mean, listen, you guys know how I feel on that. I mean, I. I think the world of him, and I, and I think he's a heck of a football coach, and a great man. So. Is there something extra that comes whenever a player is having their first game back and it's an old team, especially when it's you know such a quick turnaround? They know most of the guys on that roster. Um. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got Justin Houston too. So I mean, they're. There, there's a little bit of that going on in this game um, of knowing knowing people so in organizations but I, I'm sure he'll be excited I, I think when it really comes down to it though <clears throat> he'll, he, he's going to focus on his performance and what he needs to do to uh, to perform well so 
Uh, he's a pretty mature guy that way. So in the last couple of years, so, I mean, this has been somewhat of a big rivalry between the two teams, but you've all gotten a better of them uh, the last three times, I believe, that uh, uh, Patrick has been starting quarterback. What's so special about this matchup uh, against a Lamar Jackson and the type of agency that you face? Yeah, well, they're well coached and they're, they've got good players. <clears throat> and so it's always, you know, a knockdown, drag out fight there. And um, they're tough. I mean, I, I, they're, that's the way they practice. That's the way they go about their business. And, and so we've got to make sure we prepare ourselves right for it. It's, uh, every play is an honest down when you play them. Yeah, um, well, both of them can, they know how to run the football. And uh, uh, you saw that even with the injuries that have taken place. I mean, they ran the ball well. So um, I think their offense coordinator has got, uh, who I have a tremendous respect for. He, he's got a great feel for the run game. Um, Lamar, obviously, is a huge uh, threat. Um, I mean, he's just, he can throw it <clears throat> and he can run it and he's smart. So, I mean, all those things go in and, and he likes to play the game, so you know you got to prepare yourself the right way there. Did you have any thoughts on uh, Dave Colley getting a win in his first time out, particularly after what yeah. Dave had to go through down there? Oh no, I mean I think it's great. Um, Dave, Dave again is a great human being. I think he's good for that organization, in particular where they, you know, what per people perceive for where they sit now. Um, and he hasn't believed him. And Tyrod is a, I think he's a very good quarterback. We, I was lucky enough to have him in a Pro Bowl, so got to work with him a little bit, and, and now he has an opportunity to play, and it looked like he took advantage of that opportunity very well. He'll be back to practice today. Stemming from last week's tape review, what did you maybe miss that you didn't have with Matthew and your fortune to get back this week? Yeah, so, I mean, he's a great player, and, <clears throat> and not taking anything away from the other guys. I mean, they did a nice job back there, uh, but you're obviously going to miss somebody. Uh, like that, so and he, he's one of your primary s signal callers back there. So uh, it'll be good to get him back in that role and keep the communication. If everybody's going to play him, mean, those guys—it was great, great experience for 22. Juan had a nice day. I brought him for how he handled his business. Um, he's still going to play, so I mean, he's going to have an opportunity. He's in different, the different groupings that Spags got. So, uh, but it'll be good, great to get that round back. A couple more guys. When you uh, you talked about Justin Houston, but they have some other guys on that defense side of the ball, Calais Campbell, uh, Patrick Queen, those guys. Uh, when you watch them play the Raiders, what stood out to you the most? Fast, fast. They're fast. They get to the ball. Um, Justin's actually, you know, playing very well for them. Um, I don't want to slight that. I'm a fan of his too. So I mean, he's a he's a good football player, and he knows he knows this offense. And um, so, but those other guys, uh, they they play, play hard and aggressive, and uh, you know you got to be accurate with what you do. All right. Okay. Thanks. All right. Good. Monday night. What's he look like to you, healthy? And then what do you think? You know, he brings to that office that could pose problems to you know to our team. Yeah, when when he's healthy, man, he can roll. Uh, I mean, he's a guy that he comes to work every single day. He puts in the work. Um, he's obviously a big, bigger body. He can make a lot of catches, but he has the speed to break it away at any time. I think you saw that in their game on Monday night and obviously when he was here with us. And so I'm happy for him that he's in a good spot, and I know it'll be a great challenge for our defense to have to battle against him. What, what is it about this uh, rivalry, if you would say, even though you've had the better 
of Lamar Jackson that fans get so pumped up seeing the Ravens and the Chiefs on their schedule? Yeah, I think it's just uh, when two good football teams play against each other, there's always going to be a lot of hype and a lot of build-up to the game. Um, and then seeing Lamar and all the success that he's had uh, with that team, um, you know they're two of the top top teams in the AFC. Um, and so we're going to have to battle every year, it seems like, or in the playoffs or whenever it is. Um, and so obviously there's a lot of momentum uh, coming throughout the week when you go play teams like this. You mentioned uh, all the success that Lamar Jackson has. And obviously you've evolved since you've become a starter. How has he evolved from your point of view? Yeah, you can just you can tell he has a better understanding of the offense. I mean, just like I, I have. Um, when you first get out there, uh, I mean, me and my first year, uh, and him, him and his first year, you kind of have to rely on your just playmaking ability. Um, but as you kind of continue to learn and evolve as a passer, and as you learn different things in this league, and you see different defenses, you you understand little tricks of the trade that you can do to to go out there and, and have success. And you can see that with him. And then obviously, when it comes down to it, he can make plays happen uh, uh, pretty much every game. Patrick, every, every play obviously takes on its own personality and you have your reads and stuff, but it does seem like it's pretty Tyreek and Travis heavy uh, the other week. And I, I just wonder how conscious you are of whether you really need to develop another threat like that and what it will take to get there. Yeah, I mean, I have full confidence in everybody that's on that football field. Uh, I mean, we had guys that can make plays everywhere. Uh, this last week, Travis and Tyreek made the plays, um, but I'm sure throughout the entire season and what we've seen in, in our in our past is we have uh, guys like McCole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle that can make the big play happen at any any moment. So I have full confidence in that. To that point, what are you telling those guys uh, as they you know in the huddle? It's like you know, our, it's probably not going to come our way. So how do you keep them down here? Yeah, I hope they're never thinking that right. because uh, I mean, with me, it's whoever's open is going to get the football, um, and so. Um, whenever guys go out there and they run their routes, they know they're going to get their opportunities. So they're hoping and they're going to go out there with the mindset every single play that there's a chance that they could they could be catching a touchdown. And I think that's uh, kind of how I roll and how Coach Reed rolls. Confidence is one thing, but honestly, trust is another. Again, as you mentioned, you had 22 passing attempts to uh, to Travis and, and Tyreek and you know what the other receivers get. How much of it is that you trust in what they do, or that they just find themselves open versus you getting the ball out and spreading the ball around? Yeah, I think it's it's to me it's just kind of going through the reads of the game and seeing what the defense kind of gives you. Um, and and this last week they kind of left the middle of the field a little bit more open. Um, so I was able to hit Tyreek and Trav over the middle a lot. But uh, I mean, as we get we get into games like this week where they play more man coverage, and I'm sure they'll have a plan for Tyreek and Trav. I'll, they'll give other guys opportunities. And so uh, uh, we have play calls for every single person, and they know on every single play that they have a chance of getting the ball. To describe the Ravens' defense, Andy just said you know, they're fast. So you mentioned guys like Houston and, and Queen. How does that impact maybe your decision-making? You're, you're typically not afraid to scramble it, but does that kind of play into maybe just staying a little bit home this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think you just kind of have to fill it out throughout the game. Um, obviously, they're, they're a very good defense. They they do a lot of great things. They have a lot of great players. They have, it seems like every single week they have a brand-new scheme because uh, uh, the defense coordinator over there, Wink, um, and so for for me, it's uh, it's about just kind of going through my read and trying to get the ball to my hand. Um, if you if you hold on to the ball too long against a defense like this, usually bad things happen. So I try to get it out of my hand and let the playmakers make plays. When you're watching the game, I mean, part of you is watching as a fan, part of you is watching it. Okay, this is the team I'm going to play Sunday night. How do you decide between the two? You're like, man, that's a good play versus. Okay, this is what I need to watch out for if they if they run this if they run this cover. Yeah, I think the best thing about it is, I mean, it was a Monday night football game, obviously standalone. I, I love watching football. Like you said, like being a fan, but we're, it was two teams that we were going to play. I mean, with the Ravens and the Raiders. So 
kind of looking at both of them on, as what the other offenses are trying to do to the, the defenses and then uh, obviously what the defenses are doing to the offenses and trying to see what I can pick out pick out and really kind of evolve into ours and our offense. And so um, it, it's it really cool when then you can have an understanding of the game where you can watch it as a, as a quarterback preparing for the team and, and watch as a fan and being able to enjoy it. You have seen, you have seen uh, you know, fans in Baltimore when you played out there, but you got a chance to see fans for the first time in Vegas. What were your thought process thinking that, okay, in November, we're going to play there. This is what the atmosphere might be like. Yeah, I mean, I knew when whenever we went to the stadium and we saw the layout of it and how it was built that it's going to be loud. I mean, uh, I'm sure a lot of Chiefs fans will want to go to Vegas too, so I'm sure there'll be some Chiefs fans in there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great stadium. They have a great fan base. Every time you play, we used to play in Oakland. It used to be super loud, so I know it's going to be loud every time we play the Raiders. Justin's on, Justin Houston's on the other side of the football, but when you guys were teammates, I mean, what do you remember about him? I know your locker wasn't too far apart. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that he told you or did for you early in your career, you remember? Yeah, I mean, I think he was one of the first people to kind of come up to me as a veteran on the team and kind of be like, hey, you're doing it the right way. Uh, he said, just keep going, just keep keep the hard work, and, and it'll, it'll pay off for you in the end. And I remember that, that made an impact to me. I think it was in training camp my first year here. And so uh, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great player. He's a great leader. Um, obviously, extremely intelligent uh, football player um, and very talented. So it'll be a, a challenge for us for sure. Does the preparation change at all when you know a defense likes to blitz as much as Baltimore does, and that's what you've experienced so much playing playing them these last three years? Yeah, I mean, you have to prepare for it for sure. You have to have answers for pretty much every single play versus every type of blitz. Uh, I think uh, for me, I had a learning moment my first year when I started when we played the Patriots, and they brought a lot of different blitzes at me, and I wasn't prepared. So I try to prepare for that every week uh, just just in case the team comes out and they're blitzing more than usual. So obviously when you play the Ravens, you got to have that have that preparation knowing that uh, they like the blitz and they like to, to bring extra people. Throughout camp in the preseason, you talked a lot about learning to communicate with a whole new offensive line, especially the tackles. After going back and, and looking at the film from Sunday, how do you feel like that went for the first time out with you communicating with the tackles, and then what can you improve on this week, the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of the first part of your question, the communication I thought was really, uh, we did really well, uh, especially, I mean, it, it were at home, but it was still loud. Um, and so so guys got in and out the huddle. We were able to get the plays, make the checks at the line of scrimmage, and, and do what we needed to do. Um, and then with the uh, then kind of the, with the the things we can improve on, I, I got to work on just the depth of my drop. I mean that's something that I've always had to work on, just not fading back too much, because uh, those guys up front were being firm and they were washing them around. So if I can get better at that, I'm sure it'll help everybody. Travis Kelsey's analysis on the Monday Night Football broadcast. <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing I said about Tyree. It could just it it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the ownership group, I'm uh, sure you have some thoughts about downtown stadium. Are uh, you pushing Mr. Sherman in that direction? Or what, any thoughts about it? Yeah, I know it's still very early. Um, it's definitely exciting. I mean, you go to you go to different places and see uh, stadiums downtown, and you can kind of walk right into it. And Kansas City has such a great downtown, uh, you would be able to do so much. But uh, I think they're just kind of looking at all options and trying to prepare to do whatever they can to make it uh, as, as exciting as they can for the, the, the Royals fan base. How do you like that Kansas City and the Chiefs are a must-see football now? You all drew the highest ratings on CBS for an opening doubleheader since, I think, 1995 or something to that effect. I mean, how do you like it that you got six late afternoon or night games and Monday night game, primetime games that fans can be able to just focus just on the Chiefs and see just how great you all may be? Yeah, it's really cool because when you grow up, you watch these games. You get to watch um, those afternoon games, those Sunday night games, Monday night games, um, and now to be a part of them, it's special. And so uh, – 
it also prepares us for the big big games in the playoffs. So, I mean, you just kind of take each and every week and prepare yourself to, to be out there and uh, to do your best. Patrick, also you came home from the game on Sunday, first time as a father. What, what, what was it like uh, being greeted after after the win and having a game that counted? Yeah, it, it was cool. I, I made it home just in time for before bedtime, so she was in her bedtime routine. So I got to just kind of go in and give her a little kiss goodnight. So, I mean, it, it was definitely uh, cool to get to come home and, and see her. She did. She had the headphones on. I think it ruined it ruined one of her naps. Brittany wasn't too happy about. So uh, Brittany said that when I was shushing the crowd one time, it was me telling them everybody be quiet for a nap. So that, so it was cool. Oh, I don't know yet. We'll see. I mean, uh, I think her mom's got her strong on the soccer right now. So we're gonna we're gonna try to work her work her way where she becomes a big football fan. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now we've got tackle Orlando Brown Jr. and linebacker Nick Bolton. Back there in Baltimore, what's the feeling? What's the excitement level you want yeah. to take from your team? Uh, super excited, super excited, man. Uh, you know, obviously... Just, just period, you know, with it being, you know, me playing in the NFL, but obviously with the circumstances being what it was, what it is, um, me growing up there and, and growing up around that franchise, uh, man, I'm just, I'm super excited to get out there and get back home. You gave up five pressures uh, Sunday's game to most of your career this far. How would you grade your performance? What do you, you know, the atmosphere? Just give us your first, uh, your first thoughts on, on your first game with the Chief uh, in the game the next time. Yeah, flat out, man, I got to play better. You know I mean? I'm here to you know, dominate, you know, no matter who I'm going against or whatever the circumstances, uh, you know, I got to play better and I will. Throughout training camp in the preseason, there's a lot of talk about you and Patrick learning how to work together. And I just got to ask him a little bit. He said he felt like the communication was pretty good, but he wants to work on his depth of the drop still. And obviously it's one full game with you guys together. How did you feel that way? specifically with you and Pat working together for one game? And then what do you want to be working on in that relationship for the next several weeks? Yeah, there's a ton, uh, personally, for me as an individual to continue to work on fundamentally. Um, but, you know, Pat, me and Pat are always going to communicate, make sure that me and him are on the same page, me and the offensive line are always on the same page, and uh, just making sure he's as comfortable as possible in the heat of the moment. Uh, you know, as a quarterback, it can be tough, you know, when you've got people in your face or you're after throwing off, having to throw off different spots and all those different things. Obviously, he's more than capable of that, but, uh, you know, that's why, you know, I'm here. That's why some of us are here. These new guys are here, man. So he's a lot more comfortable with uh, throwing off of, you know, just one spot specifically. And, um, you know, we're, we're working on a ton of different things, working and, and figuring things out. But like I said, man, I just got to play better, flat out. Is it, uh, is it more comforting to actually have a full game to work from now versus 
all the scenarios, obviously trying to work guys in through training camp. Just can you sort of explain how it's different now, knowing that you have some data to pull from? Yeah, man, it just gives you a lot more comfortability uh, as far as studying film, studying yourself, learning what you can do differently, and uh, how to attack certain blocks. Um, when you've got a full game, you know you kind of get figure out the rhythm of a game, and uh, as an offensive line, one of the more important parts of, of the position is really just understanding the flow of a game. You know how your offensive coordinator is going to call the game, what your quarterback seeing, what your running back seeing, what your guards feeling, and uh, being able to play a full game gives you that comfortability of being able to watch film and understand how the flow of a game is going to go. You know what Joe saw and felt on a certain play, what Patrick was able to feel when I mean I had a flaw in my game or whatever. You know what I mean. You uh, talked about going back to you know Baltimore, uh, and of course they know you. They know your strengths, your weaknesses, and of course you know theirs. Uh, what kind of benefit is that? Uh, challenges that post to you? I definitely think it's a challenge, man. You know, uh, like you said, you know, they know my strengths and my weaknesses. So uh, when you're dealing with, you know, someone like that or a team like that or a coach or a player, uh, you know, obviously there's things that I have to fine tune in my game to make sure that that doesn't happen. Conversely, how much is Spags in your ear trying to like pick your brain on tendencies that the Ravens might like to do on offense. Oh, nothing at all, man. Nothing at all. I'm not no snitch, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so nothing at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But what do you anticipate it's going to be like walking in to M&G, seeing teammates and, and friends yeah. and, and whatnot? Oh, man, I mean, you know, obviously with that stadium, uh, you know, it holds a special place in my heart because I, you know, where I first found my love for the game and watching my dad play and, and watching the, you know, original Ravens and all those guys play, man. Uh, you know, it's, I always get emotional every time I, I step in there just because, you know, I see the suite that we played, that, that we would sit in when, when my dad was playing. And, um, you know, I always, you know, every time when I was playing there, I just look up at it, man, you know, because I remember being a kid dreaming about having the opportunity to play in this league and, you know, being able to play left tackle, you know, in this NFL, in the NFL, man. And, uh, you know, it's extremely humbling. You know, I'll be very emotional, but, you know, I plan on letting my emotions uh, play for themselves. Watching, watching the game the other night and watching the film with Lamar, everything. I mean, does it, does it, what kind of, what's the feeling that's going through your head with watching now, you know, guys that you used to know, but now you're on the other side of them now? Is it a little bit different? Yeah, it's a, it's an inter interesting perspective, man. I, I probably would compare it to, you know, almost like being a guy on IR and watching the game from home. You know what I mean? You, you know how, you know, that team thinks, how the coaches think, how the players think. You know, like I was saying, you understand the flow of the game and all those things that are, that are coming as, as the game goes on. And so, you know, I was just, I was able to watch it as a fan, you know, at, like for the first time, just really, you know, looking at, you know, the offense and, and knowing what's going on, knowing who's supposed to get who. It was pretty interesting. Is it kind of the same that you, you've just seen Patrick Mahomes as a fan before you got here? Yeah. Watching Lamar as a fan, is it kind of the same experience seeing those two guys? Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's definitely, definitely weird, man, uh, you know, being on this side of it, not being there. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Did you share the emotions of being down nine? in the fourth quarter, and then one player down two. Yeah. Um, you know, man, that was crazy. Uh, you know, I just remember looking over, seeing Patrick fade to the right and throwing across the field, and, uh, you know, 10 going up and making a play. Um, you know, that's what this team is, though, man. It's, it's, a, it's a ton of resilience here, a lot of talent. Um, you know, Patrick is, I mean, the best ever at what he does, man. And, uh, you know, I would definitely say this isn't, isn't a team you should count out, you know what I mean, early on, no matter what the situation is, man. We're one play away, and Coach Reed expresses that, and so does uh, Coach E.B. What was the best thing about playing with Lamar? Um, gosh, man, like, I, I just, I loved his, uh, you know, passion, his love for the game. 
Um, you know, it was a very, he had a, he got a very raw approach, very raw emotion uh, when he's out there, man. And uh, similar to 15 in that sense, like, you know, just that dog mentality, you know what I mean? No matter what's being thrown at him, no matter how he gets hit, what happens, he's always going to get up and keep swinging. You mentioned all that, and like Pat Mahomes has evolved since he's become a starter in 2018. How has Lamar Jackson evolved? over the years, in your opinion? Yeah, definitely just, you can just tell just how much more comfortable he is in the system, uh, how much more comfortable he is and uh, going through his reads and stuff like that, man. I don't think it's ever necessarily been a problem of he can't throw, uh, as opposed to, you know, going through his reads and figuring out what works best for him and, and making those split decisions, man. And that's something he's gotten better at over time. And he's gotten better with it uh, from the point we got in this league to now. I mean, he's made huge strides, man. I mean, we're talking about MVP in 2019. So, you know, he, he's uh, he's got what it takes. He's got what it takes, man. And, you know, I'm super, super happy for him, super happy for that organization and everything that they got going on. I know you said that, uh, you know, the Ravens, they know your strengths, they know your weaknesses. But, you know, you practice against them, and, you know, for you know, in your career. Do you see any strength weaknesses on the defensive line that you would be able to extrapolate from? Uh, you know, I'll just continue to watch the film, man. Uh, I don't want to get too specific on anything, but um, you know, they they got a great they got a great defensive front, great defense, you know, great coach Coach Martindale and what he does, uh, and great scheme, man. So uh, we're gonna have our hands full. Okay, thanks, Orlando. Yeah, thanks, Orlando. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, Arrowhead. Uh, like I said, people told me before I came up here uh, about how electric it is, and uh, it topped everything I expected going into it. So. Uh, a f uh, fantastic environment to go out there and compete. And uh, I kind of feel like I started off a little slow uh, in terms of the game, uh, but kind of got more comfortable so I didn't get in the flow of things. And then uh, plays started coming to me uh, as I was going through my keys and stuff that we discussed during the week. Uh, so I'm just looking forward to building on that. A lot of times where people say in their first game they almost have to prove it to themselves that they can you know, play at that level. What did that initial tackle of Nick Chubb feel like where it seemed like he might be able to kind of cut up and, and score a touchdown you were able to stop that play? Yeah, uh, I kind of feel the same way uh, when it comes to that. Uh, just trying to prove myself that I can play in this level. So I just boosted confidence, uh, kind of gave me confidence going on uh, throughout that game. Uh, early in the series, I had a tackle. Um, Baker Mayfield kind of loosened up the pads. Um, and after that, just kind of just playing fast and just trusting myself. Speaking of playing fast, it's, we hear that a lot from rookies as well, you know, just the, the speed of the game. Um, how was it for you? And, and really, did the preseason games help you in that regard? Uh, yeah, it was a blessing how the preseason, uh, OTAs, uh, training camp, all that heading into uh, now kind of helped the game slow down for me a little bit. Uh, so when I was out there, it wasn't necessarily the game speed. Uh, that, that was uh, tough, it was more so the mental aspect of it, just trying to make sure you're sharp and tuned, communicating, uh, all those intangible things you do at the linebacker position. So uh, that's kind of the biggest transition for me. I just feel like I did a pretty good job with it, and I'm looking to build on it next week. Uh, just constant communication, uh, being a rookie, a linebacker, uh, just reassuring. I don't know that what you're thinking in your head before the snap. Uh, he's just giving you that confirmation that, okay, yeah, that's right. Um, so um, that's kind of the biggest thing he gave me uh, during uh, that 60 minutes of game. Um, and just uh, as you go into the week, he kind of gives me tips and keys of how to study film and stuff like that, uh, what to look for. And so um, he's been a, a blessing for me. Uh, everybody else in the uh, locker room as well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to building on it. Talk about the film. Were you able to go back and watch your performance, and what kind of grade would you give yourself? Uh, I give myself a B minus. Uh, I kind of feel like there are some plays out there I could have made. Uh, overthinking, um, kind of was a little soft sometimes on certain plays. So I give myself a B minus. Who did the first phone call go to after the game? Uh, 
Uh, actually, my mom and them was at the game, um, but I went ahead and gave them a call too as well after the game. Uh, I just talked to them. Uh, it was kind of a special moment for us. Uh, so, yeah, my mom and my dad for sure got the first call. Did you hear from a lot of your former teammates and coaches at Mizzou? Any messages that stand out? Uh, yeah, I got to mess with everybody. Uh, all those guys supported me uh, when I got drafted. Um, from Martez, Chad, uh, Trajan, Jeff, Coach Drink, um, Coach uh, DJ Smith as well, my linebacker coach. So all those guys have sent me encouraging messages throughout training camp uh, up to this point, and uh, I'm grateful for that. Nick, I asked a couple guys after the game about this, but from your perspective, what went right in the fourth quarter for you guys to get three consecutive stops to end the game? Uh, we kind of just uh, stayed ahead of the sticks on, on, in our end, uh, game uh, second and long, third and long. I kind of feel like that kind of helped us uh, get key third down stops in the fourth quarter, uh, forced punch, and then uh, ultimately getting a turnover at the end. Uh, I kind of feel like every, every one of those little bitty plays uh, throughout there uh, kind of helped us get stops and then um, ultimately getting an interception in the game. You played 45 total defensive snaps. I think mm -hmm. only Anthony Hitchens played more than you mm -hmm. out of the linebacker court, uh, including a lot in nickel. What did you do or, or what helped you prepare yourself to, to play a lot in the nickel package, either from training camp or even some of the preseason games? Uh, yeah, during training camp, um, we first started with the vets. Uh, that kind of helped me out along the way, especially when they were down, dinged up a little bit during training camp. Uh, that kept pushing me to be um, more um, advanced in my mental aspect of the game. And so I uh, kind of learned uh, both positions. And so kind of knowing that this dude's doing this, so I know how to do this uh, type of deal. Uh, and also, I just trying to be open and learning um, throughout training camp. I just want to open and learn. I came in with the mindset that I wanted to improve mentally. And so I did that every single day and kind of helped me be right now where I am right now. Can you, can you speak to the Lamar Jackson challenge? Mm -hmm. what, do, what do you have to do? What's, what's the discipline needed to, yeah. to, to help contain Lamar Jackson? Yeah, gap integrity uh, is kind of the biggest thing I saw on film. Uh, as an electric athlete, uh, electric offense, uh, he can do a whole bunch of different things uh, with, with his hands in the ball. So um, just kind of be executing the game plan, uh, doing our job, doing our 111, um, making sure we're not trying to do too much, uh, that type of stuff. Say anything to you after your first game, and just how much of playing for him is a part of your, your sort of role right now? Oh uh, yeah, so uh, Willie, I knew Willie before here. Uh, a couple of y'all know that, um, but as soon as he found he was dinged up, sent me a message, uh, encouraging mm -hmm. message. Uh, told me just trust myself. I've, I've been doing this for a long time, um, so uh, just doing it for for Willie. I know he's gonna come back strong for us. Uh, so uh, while I'm in filling in for him, I just want to execute. Um, he's helping me out throughout the week as well. Um, giving me a call after the game, giving me congratulations, stuff like that. So. Uh, definitely a big brother. I'm um, looking forward to keep playing for him. And then when he gets back with us, I'm um, excited for what we got going forward. Watching the game the other night, uh, I'm sure you watched the Ravens, a little bit of Ravens Raiders. Mm -hmm. How's it different, you know, now watching it as an NFL player, knowing you're scouting future opponents versus, mm -hmm. you know, watching as a fan? Yeah, I actually joked around uh, with my dad on that one. Uh, it's a different perspective of the game uh, that, that kind of guys. And I was watching it, trying to look, looking as it. Um, as a what can I do to kind of stop it, whether it's just watching for enjoyment. So it's a little different, uh, but again, it's a blessing to be here. Okay, thanks, Nick. Thanks, right, thank you.